Perak Lamed Dalit, Posik Chof Hei. We discussed in the last year, the second half of the Posik, and tonight I want to just talk about the first part of the Posik. Bahi Bayoim Hashlishi, Bahi Bayoim Hashlishi, Bayoim Koyavim. So, what's the point? What's the meaning of this? What's the significance of the fact that it was the third day? And what does Biyasim Koyavim mean? So some say that Dafka the third day, there's pain. The question about Dafka the third day, even the third day. Some say the third day is the most painful. So on the third day, which is the day that they're going to be experiencing pain, that's why they utilize this day to do it. Others say the Hatskuni and others say they didn't do the Mila all at once. It took a few days. So over a few days. So by the time it got to day three, that's when they all had done the Mila, and therefore they were all Kayadr. And they're ready to do it. Okay. I want to suggest a different, a different idea here. What the point is of Bayeh Meshlishi is. First, to re- I want to review what we sp- discussed in the last year, based on Yechazbel Paraklam base. But here it says that... There's a message to Mitzrayim. That the people of Mitzrayim deserve to go to the bar, to the to Sha'oil, together with the Arelim who are Khalalecherev. And there's this recurring theme in that whole parak, second half of the parak. About the Arelim or Chalalecherev, because they put Chitisom Be'eretz Chaim, because they terrorized the living. Because they terrorized the living, therefore the Arelim deserve to die. And even people who are Mohol will die like Arelim because they, apparently, they acted like Arelim by terrorizing people. So what we said was that based on that parasha, it seems the following Mila is really supposed to make that. The person is not no longer terrorized. He's supposed to, he's supposed to not um, use his sword against others and, and put fear in others. Because he cut himself, so he's supposed to know not to do it, not to do it to others, not to hurt others. Um, but those who terrorize others are going to go down to be killed with the cherev, like Arelim, and they're not going to be buried with their swords. They don't deserve to have their swords because they abuse their swords. And the parasha ends, in Yechezkel, Hashem puts his chitis, Hashem puts his terror on them. So he said, in our parasha, the Bnei Yaakov, the Bnei Yaakov are, this is the theme about the Cherev, Ishkarboi, and, okay, without going back into all the, all to the problem, how we got this in, this in our parasha, but the point was like this, that the Bnei Yaakov are rejecting their Mila, and they're saying, you guys are terrorizing, terrorizing people. Vice does your mila didn't work. Therefore, you deserve to die by the sword, like Arelim and Bichalolim, die by the Cherev, because the mila doesn't do anything. Okay? And that's what we have in Paraklam and Hey, Posik. Hey, in Barashas. The Chitas Elokim was on, was on the other game. Because the question is, 
who's supposed to get the terror. So here you have these people who terrorized others, and therefore they're not treated like the mahol, they're treated like the arelim, and they go down to the grave, and instead Hashem puts his terror on them. Yes? They did something since the Well, okay, good, right. That's, that's what I wanted to suggest tonight. Okay. Not necessarily. You could say just that the Mila didn't change them. They didn't give her back. They didn't give her back. No, but that's what I want to say. That's when we get to the Yom here. That there was, they waited after the Mila to see what's going to happen. That's, that's going to be the punchline here. Okay, but what we said last time was that this whole business of killing them by the sword and who has the sword, Ishkarboy, is that because people who are Arelim are not supposed to, don't deserve to have their swords and in fact even if they are mulim they are if they're like arelim because they terrorize people then they get sent down to the grave without their swords and that's the whole thing of stripping the corpses in pasuk of zion right without going too much in depth next thing we said was thank you also in yirmiya perik tests in yirmiya perik tests where it talks about um arelim the the perikans kolagoyim arelim chobesor arlele and yirmiya blames Klaiso for, trick, for treat, cheating and lying and saying one thing and meaning another. So they're speaking peace, but they really have, they're really trapping them like the Benayakim to Tashchem. And he talks about Kalach Akav Yaakov and he ends off, He's saying like this, that you guys have made yourself into Arelim because the way you acted to them, you made yourself into Arelim. Okay? And then, Meaning, why you are Raylan? Because you don't, because you don't have good midas. You know that's Hashem. So you're also a Raylan Arlelay. And then Yirmiyopeg Yud begins. He talks about that Klaisol is not afraid. Doesn't have chitas. Doesn't have the chais that the goyim have. Peg Yud and Yirmiyopeg begins. He tells him, Elder goyim alte modu b'meshemah alte chatu gichatu goyim ehema. They get afraid, but you don't get afraid. Why? Because they survive a desire, and you don't survive a desire. And that's just a review, and that's what we said in Perak Lamed Hey. Before, in Perak Lamed Hey, Bereshis, before the Pasuk says that it was Chitas Alekim, first they had to remove all the Lehean Eichar. And that's what gave them, that's what differentiated from the Goyim. So Yirmi has a major time on them. If you acted like Arle Leiv by, by, you're mistreating them, you're mistreating them. So really you're like them. And like Yirmiya says in Paraktes, Bagoyashet Kazel, like Snakim Nafshi, what type of nation are you? You're just like the older Goyim. And that's, he's playing on the fact that the Sirvini Kamechot. They offered to be a Kamechot, and Yirmiya said, You take a Kamechot, because you made yourself entirely late. So you know what differentiates you from the Goyim? Why did they, they get the Mechita and not you? Why is Hashem terrorized and not you? Because you, at least you don't do a desire. And that's Paraklam. And hey, that's what before it says, like, it's like him, it says they took away the Vizar. Okay, fine. So based on that idea, the question is, what does the Mila do? As it says in Yermia, Mila is supposed to make you have good Midas. If you don't have good Midas, it's still an Aral. An Aral Lake. Same thing it says in Yechezkel. If you terrorize, so you, you, you deserve to be treated like an Aral. So Alpiza, we could say that they did the Mila, and then they waited. They gave them some time. Is the Mila going to change them? Maybe they're going to be different. Maybe they're going to say, hey, you know, we, don't, we shouldn't keep Dina. Maybe the people will protest. Now that they did Mila, maybe Shechem and Chamer themselves will understand that they have to change their ways because maybe, they, maybe along with being Mahal, they won't be our Lelev and they won't act like our Lelev act. So, put, put forth that suggestion. They waited a few days to see what's going to happen. And this is born out by Yechaz. So we had Perak Lama Beis in Yechaz, but that was the source for this idea. 
that people who terrorize, even if they're mohol, they have to die like Arelu by the sword. And then we have in Paraklam and Gilmer, Yechezkel talks about what happens if a nation is threatened by a sword. So we'll start from the beginning of the parak. There's a whole parable over here. Hashem tells Yechezkel, if there's a country being threatened by the sword and they take someone to be a watchman and he sees the sword coming and he warns everyone and along the shayfer, and they hear and they're not careful, then, then he's, um, he's, not, he's not guilty. He's, he did what he can and it's their problem. But, but if he sees the sword coming and he doesn't pull the shayfer, then he's guilty. So you are the Navi, you're like the watchman, and you have to warn the people. When I declare that a rush is going to die, you have to tell him. Otherwise, you're, you're, you're culpable for his death. If you warn him and he doesn't listen, then you saved yourself. Pasigyot. Tell B'nai Yisrael, tell B'nai Yisrael like this. You said, we have our various honor upon ourselves. How could we live? Tell them, I don't want the rush to die. I want the rush to do tshuva. Pasigyot based. Tell, tell the people, the, the righteousness of the righteous doesn't save him on the day of his hate. And the, 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 the rishus of the Russia doesn't, won't make him stumble on, when he does tshuva. Nor can a tzaddik live with his tzidkus on the day of his hate. If I tell a tzaddik that he should live, and he trusts in his tzidkus, he's secure and he does avel, all his tzedakas will not be remembered and he'll die. Now here's the key thing. Okay. So in the last part, there was a thing about a sword coming upon a whole country and being killed by the sword. And then this whole thing about what happens if there's a nation being threatened by a sword. So you have to warn them because just because there's a sword coming doesn't mean they're done. They can still be they can still do tshuva. They can still do tshuva. The Russia could give back his the thing that he took by force. He can give back the gzela, and then he's bechukas achayim holach. The last parak was saying that the arelim get a sword and die because they threaten the chayim because they're terrorizing people. They threaten it. Nos mechitis be'eretz chayim. It stresses in parak labeis. Meaning they don't deserve to be with the living because they terrorize the living. They don't appreciate the living. They deserve to die. So parak and gimel is saying, look, but the Russia could still go bechukas achayim if he does tshuva when he hears that the sword is coming. We'll give back the Chavoyl and the Gzela, and then he does true, but then he deserves to live. So, back to, back to the Pasha of Dina. We continue, we continue, the, 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 the parallel to Yechazko continues. After the Cherub was applied, to the, the suggestion of the Cherub was applied, to the, you have to do Milo, or else you're an oral, you deserve to die. So Taka, are you going to change? Is the Russia going to give back his Mashkin? Or his gzela, which is Dina. And since then, as we see in the next Pasik, it says, stresses that it took Dina Vibes Shem. Vibes Shem. The point is, oh, see, she was still in the bias. He was still a Russia, despite having done the Milo, three days had passed, and they still didn't learn his lesson. Okay. Soon we'll get to the Yasim Koyev. Now we have to see a Shea Perak Vav. Shea Perak Vav has a Refua on the third day. So, soon we're going to look at the beginning of the Perak. Before we look at the beginning of the Perak, I just want to remind you at the end of the Perak, <coughs> these are we spoke about, 
Pesach Chesenon talks about Gilad, Akuba, blood, Kaihanim murdering in Shechem, Levi, Zima, Sharuria, Znus, and Tumo, and Shuvi Shvazami. Yaakov coming back, and coming from Gilad, and there's Akuba, there's a Yaakov reference, and there's bloodshed. Okay. So look at the beginning of the parak. Let's go back to Hashem. He hit us, but he's going to heal us. He's going to bandage our mak. He's going to mechay us after two days. I don't know exactly how to teach it. On the third day, we're going to be all better. We're going to get up. Okay? So there's a refuah. Takes three day. On day three, you're all back. You're, all, you're good again. That's what after Hashem hits you. Vineido near the Fuladas is Hashem. And this Rufu is going to be going along with Das Hashem. Das Hashem. Keshachar Nochem Ritzoy is going to be like the morning. The morning comes out, and the Hashem is going to be like us to the morning. Okay. But then he continues and he says, Meaning, what can I do for you? I can't heal you. Because your chesed flies away like the morning cloud. Like you have a cloud and then the morning comes and the, and the cloud just dissipates in the sun. The same thing with the dew. Now you notice in Pasa Gimbal, which we're going to talk about this more soon, the Pasa Gimbal, they, they use the mushal, Das Hashem, is like the shachar. Like when the sun comes out in the morning and then everything's clear and everything's pleasant and there's refuah, possibly, we'll get to that. So to Das Hashem is going to be like the shachar. And Hashem says, I can't, I can't help you because what happens is the sun comes out and there goes your chesed, like a cloud. So it's continuing that simile. I'm like the sun coming out, but what happens is your chesed is like that cloud and, and, and like the tal that disappears as soon as the sun comes out. And then the next passage says, Mishpatecha or Yetzeh. Mashi learns that's Bitmil. Will your mishpat come to light? You mean you think when it gets light, <coughs> you think when the sun comes out and it gets light, then your mishpat becomes clear. When it becomes light, you're in big trouble. So I'll explain to you why in a second. But for here again, it talks about, you know, Das Hashem, okay? And then look at the beginning of Perek Zion. It says, Kirafi liyisrael. If I'm going to give her a fool liyisrael, v'nigla avon Ephraim. V'roi Why? Because the refuah is like the shachar. You want to get a refuah like of the sun, the shemesh marpeh stuck, or that it has malachi. So what happens, the sun comes out and that's refuah. On day three, when the sun comes out on day three, you get your refuah. But the refuah is light. And what happens is, when the sun comes out, I'm shining a light on you. And what happens is, we see your averis. So that's why, that's, that's the whole idea over here, that you're looking to the sun for a fool, you're looking to Hashem to be a fool, because you're going to have clarity and Das Hashem, but you don't have Das Hashem. When Hashem comes out, all your chesed disappears, and all your various become revealed. So therefore I can't, I wish I could heal you, but what could I do? That's the Mo'es and Ephraim, and that's the beginning of Pekzayim. When I'm trying to heal them by the sun coming out, then instead it, it, it shines a light on the Averis. Okay, so we get the sense of what's going on in the parasha. Okay. So there's a refuah on day number three. There's a refuah, which is totally in Das Hashem. That's what it says over here. Yirmiyah, as we said in Tarek um, Tess, says, You B'nai Yisrael are our leleif because you don't have Das Hashem. Me'anu Das, I see. So you're our leleif. Let's, let's go back a step. If there's a refuah on day number three, which is Talim Das Hashem. So now, Vahiba Yom Did they have a refuah? Dan Jishchem? No. 
They were clear. So based on the model in Hoshea. Day number three, if someone has Das Hashem, when he has a, a Makkah, he gets a refu on day number three, a complete refu. And that refu is telling Das Hashem. If the Yachishchem did not have a refu, that means they didn't have Das Hashem. They didn't change the this. Okay. Yirmiya says, more very nice, but you don't have Das Hashem either. You're early lave, and therefore you have no right to take revenge. Okay. So now, so now I want to suggest the following. That's the point of the passage. It was day number three. When if you have when, when Hashem gives you a makkah on day number three, he's right with Maraka. But that refuah is like the sun coming out on the third day, and that sun is, is Hashem, who, and, and, your, and his clarity, which is Das Hashem, and you have to know him. If there's still Koyavim, that means that they know Das Hashem. That means that the meal didn't work. They are Lilay. Okay. So the Medrash says the following, and the Chaskuni says the same thing. The Yosem Kavim means they were in pain and they were regretting that they did the Mila. That's the point of Kavim. Kavim means this is not the right process. If the Pasuk saying Yosem Kavim means that it's not just that they happened to be Kavim. The whole description of their state was a state of Kavim. Instead of saying they did the Mila and they're happy about it. Okay, it happened to be Kavim. No. This is what their Matzav was. They were, they were identified with their Kaev. That's what defined their situation. And that was the relationship with the Mila. They didn't, the Mila wasn't doing anything to them. It wasn't supposed to be cave. The Mila Ketikun is not supposed to be cave. They should get a refuah. Instead, they have cave. That means, that means, that indicates they don't want the Mila. And the fact that that's what they're focusing on means that they don't, that it's star and the on the Mila. Another metric says, Ein cave ela etzev, ve'ein etzev ela v'nezor, shna matzav ve'ein kesev v'zahov. So that, that's the point. The point is, if the Yom HaShlishi is cave, that means there's no refuah of, of the sun, of Das Hashem on day number three. Okay. So, Vahibayim Ashlishi Yosem Kev, it means like this. They gave them a couple of days. Is the Mila going to induce Das Hashem, change them? In which case, by day number three, they won't be Kayev. By day number three, they'll have a refuah from Hashem. But no, they didn't have the refuah. Vice toys that the Mila is not doing what it's supposed to do for them. Vice toys that they don't identify with the Mila. Instead, what they have in the Mila is pain, which means they regret the Mila, essentially, because that's not the purpose of the Mila, and also means that this is a double and other design. Okay? So good. So now, so that's the point of it. And we know about Yaakov's, we know about Yaakov's refuel with the sun, the Shemesh. So Yaakov had a refuel with the sun, and they, they get a Makah too, they do not get a refuel of the sun, right? And Shea is saying on the third day the sun comes up and Hashem is like the Shachar and the sun is Merapi. So Yaakov got his refuah, they did not. Okay. I think the same point is in the is in the Medrash, the of the Blazer says, by Avram Avinu, by Yerl of Hashem, by Elan Imam, there's different versions of it. The Pikkut of the Blazer says it, that it was Biyam HaShlishi Lamila, and Hashem made a, I think it says he made a hole in Gehenim, to get the heat of Gehenim out, to test Avram Avinu. To test him. Because he brought out Yoimon Shal Rishayim. He made it hot like the day of the Rishayim. The day of the Rishayim is a reference to the Pasuk of Malachi, where it says, the day is going to be, the sun is going to come out. Velihat Oisam Hayoim Haba. The Rishayim are going to be scorched by the sun, and that we spoke about it. Esav was scorched by that. And for the Yerei Shmi, it's going to be Shemesh Stako Mark. So meaning the sun is supposed to heal those who connect to Shem Hashem. That same sun, which makes things worse for the Rishayim. 
So Avram Avinu, on day number three, he's supposed to have Hashem Snokel Matbe. Hashem took out the Yom and Shalashom to test Avram, will he be Mizcharit? Like, which is exactly what happened by the Anshi Shechem. But Yom Ashlishi, they were Koyavim. So they said, oh, Koyavim, we're not interested. We're not doing Das Hashem. I love Avram Avinu, despite the cave, that same cave. He was bad to himself in the cave that was showing himself. He's not supposed to suffer that cave on Yom Ashlishi. He got the Yom and Shalashom, he's supposed to get. So that would make him think, oh, the meal is not worth it. But despite that, he was doing Chesed, Supposed to that because they, they experienced the Yom Shalashon instead of the refuah of the Shachar, that's why they didn't do Das Hashem, not Yidah Hashem, so they don't treat them, they treat them like Arelim. Yeah, back to that point. Okay. Now, let's take this further. So this is the refu of Yaakov. This this Nikud is in Yirmiyot Perik Tezayin. So what do we have so far? There's a refu of the sun, and that refu happens on the Yom Ashlishi. Why I don't know. It's two days and a third day. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Pshat of it. I'm just showing. That there's a refu of the sun on the third day. Yaakov got a refu of the sun. Anshi Shem did not get the refu of the sun. On the contrary, they got the cave. They had cave. Instead of getting the refuah of the sun, which comes along with that session. Now in Yemu, I meant to say Perik Yudzain. Perik Yudzain in Yemu. So, here in Perik Yudzain, Pasuk Tess is where it doesn't start there, but that's, we spoke about this Pasuk many times. Okoyv Halev, it's a reference to Yaakov, and there it's Onoshu, it's important to know. Halev is Onosh. Onosh means it's mortally ill. Okay? And then there's all these references to Yaakov that he's oyster, oyster, shlobi, mishpat, v'chulu, v'chulu, v'chulu. So Yaakov has an okav halev and a lev that's onosh. That's sick. Onosh means sick. Then we get to Pasuk Yudalud. So now there's a, a tefillah for refuah. It needs refuah. And this is Yirmiya speaking in first person. So there's that too. I'm not taking away from that. But it's, I'm going to see how it continues. Thematically, it continues with this, the labor of Okuf, Onush, and the story of Yaakov, and we'll see about Shechem too. Because he's dying for a fool. They say to me, Yim, you're the Navi, where's the Dvar Hashem? Let it come. I always followed you, Hashem. You know, you know that I'm not looking for the day of sickness. It means I don't want terrible things to happen. In other words, the people are chepping Yemir. Oh, you hear you predict the doom. Where is it? It's not happening. So Yemir says, look, Hashem, you know I don't want the bad things to happen. It's not like I want it to happen, but you have to protect me because they're chepping me because Wizard of Hashem. Something like that. But originally he said that it's a lave onush. The lave is onush. And now he says, I'm not looking for the Yem onush. And then he says, Don't be a mechita for me. And the next passage, Let them break and not me. So here we have a refuah. The need for a refuah because it's a lev akush. A lev onush. Um, he says, I don't want the yom onush. So therefore protect me on the day of evil that I know is coming. But that day of evil give to my enemies. They should be yechatu and not me. The question is, who should get the mechita? Who should get the mechita? So again, Yaakov is sick. Yaakov has a problem, but Yaakov got the refuah. And he's the one who doesn't have the mechita. 
like Yaakov, like I said in Perikyun in Yimya. Yaakov is the one who doesn't have Chitza Lekim. Instead, the Chitza Lekim goes on the, on the other nations. And similarly here, Shai is saying, I, I want to I get their fuel because I don't really want the Anush. And therefore, Yimya is saying, I don't want, I don't want the Yim Anush, therefore I deserve their fuel. On the Yim Ra. On the Yim Ra. The third day is the, the day that they can get that the Shemesh is going to come. There's a day that scorches the Rishayim. And there's a Yom Ra that Yom is predicting, and he's asking not to experience that Yom Ra. So what happens instead of the Yom Ra in Yom So let's go back to here in Yom Now look at the end of Perikin Look over the end of Perikin from Pasuket Test to the end. So it's about the Shari Yerushalayim. It's a message to all the people that come into the Sharim. And it's a message about the Yom HaShabbos. Don't carry things into the Shari Yishalayim, into the Yom HaShabbos. And don't take things out on the Yom HaShabbos. Be Mekadosh the Yom HaShabbos. If you listen to me and not bring things into the city on the Yom HaShabbos, and be Mekadosh the Yom HaShabbos, and not the Malacha, then kings and Sarim are going to come into this, in, through the gates, on the throne of David, with the Sarim, and the city's going to last forever. And they're going to bring around from Oila and Zevach and Mincha Levoina and bring Titus to the base of Hashem. If you don't listen to Mikadash Yom HaShabbos, and if you don't listen, you don't not bring things into the Shabbos Yom HaShabbos, then there's going to be fires consumed, the Sharim, and Amish Yishlaim. Okay. So he just spoke about the Yom Ra'ah that he's predicting. There's a Yom Onush that he says, I don't want that Yom Onush, so give me your fool. Don't let me be Yechatu, Va'alechatu Oni on that Yom Ra'ah that's coming, because I don't want the Yom Ra'ah. And then there's a whole thing about how to get about how to save Yerushalayim is by the holy day, Yom HaShabbos. So this seems to be a continuation. There's a Yom Ra that he's predicting, the Yom Anush, and um, the solution for Yerushalayim not to get burnt is to have, to, to have a holy day, to be Kaddish the Yom HaShabbos. Shabbos is, not, is the day where there's no Ra. There's no Ra on Shabbos. Okay, that's back of a voracious theme. Shabbos is no Ra, there's no Ra, fine. So Shabbos is the opposite of the Yom Ra. That's why there's a repetition. Yom Shabbos, Yom Shabbos, Yom Shabbos, Yom Shabbos. Now, so now we have an interesting thing. Because in the Shechem, there's also this focus about the Yoytzei Shar Iwa. There's something happening in the Shar. And in Shechem, we know the last Pasuk, that the Yoytzei Shar Iwa, Yoytzei Shar Iwa, Paraklam Hei, Pasuk, Paraklam Dal, I'm sorry, Pasuk of Dal. Kol Yoytzei Shar Iwa, Kol Yoytzei Shar Iwa, there's a whole thing about the Shar. And here also there's something about the Shire and the people coming into the Shire and talking about the crossing the threshold because you can't carry, you can't carry in, you can't carry out. So it's about the Shire. Okay? What's that about? I'll get to in a minute. But I just want to put it all together. Assuming that the Yom Shabbos is the holy day instead of the Yom Ra. The Yom Ra is like the, the Rishon who will get scorched by the Yom Haba, the Yom Anshal Rishon. That's the one that's not the Rafur, right? The Rafur is the Yom Anshal Tzadikim. Putting, put it, just want to put together all the Madrashim. The Rafur is the Yom Anshal Tzadikim. It's the Shemesh Tzadikim, Marpeh, Vayizrach, Loi HaShemesh, the Yaakovah. This Yom Anshal Rishon, which instead of being Marpeh, then makes things worse for them. Avram had this Nisayim to experience the Yom Anshal Rishon, but the Anshis Shem justifiably, correctly experienced the Yom Anshal Rishon. So what do you get? How do you... How do you get the Yom Hashal Tzadikim? So it says, Niyam Yom HaShabbos. Yom HaShabbos. Mekadosh Yom HaShabbos. So I just want to say, Pshana Mishnah. Minayin Shemachitzim Zakotam Yom Shishim Lulasai. 
Shalias Bishabis, never he bears his It's not the Pshat, Stamazoi. Oh, you see from here that it's dangerous. The male is there, Shabbos. Saying like this, saying Yem Shlishi Lamila is supposed to have a refuah. Supposed to have the refuah. It's not supposed to have the Yem and Shalashayim. Like Avram Avinu had. It's supposed to have Yem and Shalashayim. What's Yem and Shalashayim? It's Shabbos. So Mela on Shabbos, the mission staff can bring Ramas to this. Saying the Anshay Shem, by Hebrew Yemashish Bishim Kayavim, they had Bishim Kayavim, they had the Yem Ra. If you look in Yemiyah, if you look in Yemi, you'll see the, yom, the good day that saves you from the Yom Ra of the Tsar on the Yom Shlishi is Shabbos, and therefore the Mishnah being Ram stands saying, on Shabbos, make sure the kid has his reform. Okay? That, that Mishnah is putting all these things together. Okay. What's this thing about the people coming into the Shar and, and the Shaykhs to, to Shrem? So, one thing that this Parak in Yemi suggests, it says like this, it's like, it says, If you keep the Shabbos, then kings and so on will come into the Shah, will come into the city. Suggesting, which maybe we, suggest, maybe we said this, that the Yoytze Shar Iroi by Shem, the fact that everyone's leaving, means that the city's emptying out. It's, it's, it's on its way to become, to become emptied from all its people. Because the brach of a city is that the kings and the Sarm will come in. And here the kings and the Sarm and Shem were corrupt, because they didn't do the Mishpat in the Shah. Therefore, everyone's leaving the city instead of the city having the kings walk in on their horses, sitting on their thrones. That's one thing that it suggests. Another point is, and this, I don't know what to make of this, but the fact is, if you look at the parasha in, in, of, of Dino, there's a lot about coming and going. And it starts at the end of Paragraph Amad Gimel, Vayovo Yaakov, Sholem, Bevoye And I'm going to go through all the Boz and, and Yitzias, and o- almost always, Except for there's two questions on this, Ulai, maybe the answers. The ones who are coming in, it's a good thing to be Ba, and it's a bad thing to be Yetzi. Which is, um, which is like, uh, right. Okay, just I'm going to show you. I don't know if that's, I don't know what the chat is, but this whole thing about who's coming in, who's going in. Vayavi Yaakov Sholem, Bevayim Padnairo. Okay, and then the parak begins, Perek Damadan Vatetzeidino. That's bad, right? Yaakov comes, and Dino goes out. And then, Pasuk Hei, Yaakov is quiet, Adboyom. And then Vayet, Pasuk Vavayet, Sechamor, to speak to Yaakov. And the Bnei Yaakov Abo, Bnei Asadeh. Okay? And then, here's a, 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 a Pasuk Chaf, I think we're up to, Vayavay Chamor Vushchem Bnei El Sha'iram. So, Chamor and Shechem are being bought. They're the bad guys. Well, here they're coming to do Milo. And... And then we have Pasuk Kaf all the Yotze Shayur listened, all the Yotze Shayur listened, and did Milo. And then we have Pasuk Kaf Hei, Vayavoyu Ali Abetach, and then Pasuk Kavav, Vayitzeyu. So here is Yaakov, the good guys, going out. But they're taking Dina out to her Kherpa. She wanted to stay there because of the Kherpa, as we mentioned, we'll get back to that. And then, right, that's the last one. There's one more. Right, okay. What? That's it. What is it? Bo Oh, right. Bo al-Khalab. Yeah, okay, there you go. There's one last bow, right. So there's a lot about bow and, y- and Yotze. I don't know what the significance is, whether bow is a good thing and Yotze is a bad thing. Could be like in Yirmiya. It says, here's what you need to do f- to have kings coming into the city. Because that implies that this is Miyoshev. Going out means things are falling apart, at least if the city is the center of the story. What's the center of the story here? I don't know. 
I just want to look in Pasuk of Ches and Pasuk of Tes. Pasuk and and Kof Tes. We'll get to tonight, hopefully. It says they took everything that's in the ear and the Zodah and in the bias. There's three, there's three scenes of events. There's the ear, there's the Zodah, because the Bnei Yaakov were in the Zodah, there's the bias where Dina was. It just is a major spatial element to the story and different scenes where things took place and as people are coming from one to the other and that's something to, to notice for the first time tonight, the significance of that, you know. She goes out, the Bnei Yaakov come back. There's a lot about coming and going from these three different places, the ear, the and the bias. And that's what the puzzle stresses, they took things from the ear and the sun and the bias. So Dirin Yemir talks about that, this is what you need to do to have people buy into the ear. Here's what you need to do, you need to keep Shabbos. And in Shrem, the people were Yaitse Shariroi, and they all ended up not being part of the city. And again, Ulai, all the in the parasha are negative, and all BS are positive. But it's an issue. Questionable. Everyone knows, I think, Vayichanes Pnei Ir Chazal say it means Yaakov Avinu was Kveh Tchumei Shabbos. He got there, Vayichanes Pnei Ir, he got to the city with sunset, and he was on Arab Shabbos, and he was Kveh Tchumei Shabbos, and the Medrash says, Mikan Sheshomer of Yaakov Avinu was a Shabbos. Some say it means only Yaakov, not Avram and Yitzchak. I think Yudah Ben Yaakov says, Yaakov Avon Avinu Chubay. In the Tfil of Shabbos, because Yaakov actually kept Shabbos, we know. While Avram Yitzchak doesn't say. But the point is that there's a Shabbos theme going on over here. The did not keep Shabbos. They didn't have the Yom Kodesh. It said they had the Yom Ra. And then the contrast is they did keep Shabbos. According to that match. Okay. Now I want to say one last Torah on Pasuk of Dalit. One, one more point on Pasuk of Dalit on that repetition of Yotze Shariroi. Then we'll just go through a few seconds. So it repeats Yotze Shar Iroi. What's the significance of Yotze Shar Iroi? So it could be the Pshaz like this. We said part of this. Who's Iroi? Iroi is singular. Whose city? So we suggested it's Shechem because it says Ir Shechem. In Perik Lam and Gimel Pasuk Yod Ches it says Ir Shechem. So these are the people who of the city of Shechem, of Shechem city. So Ulai, not everyone identifies as being part of Shechem city. It's only if you identify with Shechem, the individual. So we spoke about this. There's a collective. Chamor and all his people, that's the collective, and the Shechem, the individual. So the people who are Messiah, here is Shechem, the individual, was controlling the affairs. So the people who identify themselves as being of the city of Shechem, the individual, they did Mila. But maybe only they did Mila. Maybe there were people who were not, they didn't consider themselves Eroi, they didn't consider Shechem the sole master of the city, and they did not do Mila. Only the Yoytzi Shaviri did Mila. So it says in the Sefer Yosher, which is the Medrash Medrashim, so it's an interesting Midrashim. It says it was a fellow by the name of Chidkom. And he was the son of Peret. And Peret was naturally, was Chamar's father. And Chidkom, so Chidkom was Chamar's brother. And he had six other brothers. He says that they refused to do the Mila. And they made a whole tumult but not doing the Mila. And they, and they, gave, they said to Shem, what were you doing? What were you thinking? And his mask him. He said, you know what? I'm just going to pretend and then I'm going to kill them. And Dina heard about this and she sent a message. And that's why they ended up saving her. Gantzamaisa. But the point is, that not everyone agreed to, to, to Shechem's Mahalach. Shechem was taking over. This is a power thing over here. Who's controlling the city? The collective? Or is it going to follow Shechem's personal interests? So Shechem follows personal interests. Hamor is supporting Shechem, his son. The people who consider themselves actually Iroi, they consider Shechem the individual, the one who has the say in the city, that's the ones with this, this Mila. But there was still a, still a, a, a movement for the collective. And those were the other other parts of this family, 
Kamar's brothers, according to this measure, that did not do Mila, the 20 people, it's his own thing. Okay, one last word. Who has Chitas again? Chidkam. Chidkam. Chesdal. No, 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 Chita? Chitas. Yeah. Yeah. Who got it? Yeah, Chitas is if you don't have Mila. Chitas is if you don't have Mila. Right, meaning three places. It says Nichesko. Yeah. One second, let's just chaser again. In Nichesko it says, because they, because they terrorized, therefore they treated like Arelim and Hashem terrorizes them. In Yirmiya it says, you guys are like Goyim, but no, but you're not like Goyim because you don't do Avedi Zara. Meaning you all are Arelim, so you really should all be the same, but no, you don't do Avedi Zara, so therefore they have Mechita, you don't. And the last one was Yirmiya says, give them Mechita, not me, give them the Rufu and not, not them. I, have, I don't want the Yemra, I want Shams, yeah. So okay. that's why Yechida Salah. Right. Them, exactly. the brothers, I think, who didn't do me. The other cities, you mean? Yeah. It says Orem. Yeah. Very interesting. Very good. Very interesting. Right, because the Medjur says, you know the Medjur? You know the Medjur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the Medjur, right. Because the Medjur says, like, you're referring to this point, I think, but the Medjur says, the Chitkom told him, what are you going to tell all the Knani cities? Is that what you're thinking of? Because otherwise, it's not. Uh, but Chitkom came and said, Shem, what are you doing? What are you going to do? All the I'm going to say, what do you guys do? You, you traitors, you went over to the side, you did the meal, and no one ever did this. So, so, they were, so the Chitkom branch was allying itself with the, with the non-Mulim. So that's, that's what he's saying in Paragraph and Hey, Pasuket, it says, Chitazlim on all the, all the Orim Ashes you guys saying. Those were the alternative, those are the non-Mulim oh, faction Chitkom, in the country. Chitkom and his brothers had their own cities. No, that doesn't say that, though. If it's Shem, then this. If it's called Yosef Shariir, ah. then the other cities. No, I was saying. I was saying that you can live in the city. Right, the Medjur sounds like a part of the city. I was saying you can live in the city, but do you consider yourself a person that's Eroy of Shechem? No, because I don't consider Eroy of Shechem. That's what I was saying. Not everyone in the city is Anche Eroy. That's a, that's a, right, that's a, it's a political thing, exactly. That's what you consider yourself, or you consider him. You vote for him. So I'm saying the point maybe anyone who is Yoytze Sha'ar-Iroi. Especially the Yoytze is saying something, right? We're still not sure exactly what that's saying, but it's not saying Ka'anshe, right? Oh, here. It's called Yoytze. Okay. Something, right? Some sort of Yoytze and then Sha'ar-Iroi. Okay, they were loyal to him, maybe. If Yoytze is a military thing, maybe they were loyal to him. That there's no justice in the Shire. It's also they were going along with him. Yeah, I think it's good. It's good to hear that. This is another point why the Pasuk is stressing Khalid. Those are the ones who listened to him, and then the ones who did Zmila, Lafuke, there were other people who would not be called the Yotze Shaira. They didn't listen, and they attacked him to the Mila. And I think it's Mash and his Medjish also that they survived. They couldn't find all of them. It says they went looking for them, they went hunting, trying to hunt them down. They didn't get all of them, I think the Medjish. I think the point is. Maybe they weren't Yaitse Shaiwe, they attack a boy, they attack a state there, if you put it together with uh, the Yemia. But you have to look in the metrics clearly what, what the, how the story goes. Okay, one last horror on Pasa Cafe is that why does it say B'nai Yaakov? So there's a Rashi about that. But I just want, we'll, we'll get to a Pasuk later where it brings up B'nai Yaakov again. But for some reason it's calling them B'nai Yaakov. Pasa Kafav as Chamar Veshchem B'noi Hargulafi Kharev. We spoke about this. There's a point about who deserves the sword. It's not Stam that they killed them. In Shaiftim Parakhes, which has a lot to do with this. So, 
So Zevach and Samuna were captured, and Gidoin told Yeser, his son, to kill them, but he, he didn't even take out his sword because he was afraid, so he killed them. So meaning the, the sword is indicative of who's the gibar, who has, who's, the, who's the hero, who's the strong person. Okay, and, and this city of Shem was killed out with Zikarev, also in that story, in Shoftim, in Perek Tess, Abimelech ends up killing the people of Shechem and burning down the Migdal Shechem. So the people of Shechem got killed here, and Yemir says the, the Armonis, like a Migdal. It's Pasuk in Mashiach Shalim, right? She's Pasuk Amnesel, something like that. Armonis are going to get burnt. Armonis of Yushalayim, like the army of Shechem get burnt. Pasuk says in Beis Shechem, they took her out from Beis Shechem. Why was she in the Beis Shechem? Why did they have to pull her out of the base Shechem? So the other story about this is instructive, which is Tamar and Avshalom. And she said, Where am I going to take my cherpo? And because of that, she stayed base Avshalom Achiyah. She couldn't go out. She didn't want to go out. So taking her out of the bias is subjecting her to the public shame. This lotion is very, very schwer. What does it mean, Bnei Yaakov Ba'alchalom? It should say, Vayavoyu Bnei Yaakov Ba'alchalom. What does it mean, Bnei Yaakov? And if it's uncontrasted, it should say, Shaur Bnei Yaakov. The other ones, meaning even, if it could mean, I'm not saying it doesn't mean the other ones. It's my, many people say that. It does mean the rest of them. It doesn't stress the rest of them. So why does it say, Vayavoyu Bnei Yaakov Ba'alchalom? The only thing I can think of is that it's picking up where you left off. Because it described the Shimon Alevi as Bnei Yaakov earlier. Why? Because Elechanai and Shimon Alevi are the ones who are doing the Cherev, but this, but this action is going to involve all the Bnei Yaakov. So therefore it calls them Bnei Yaakov, and it sort of leaves that dangling. It says, Vayikhu Shnei Bnei Yaakov, oh, Shimon Alevi. And then it goes back to it. So in the Bnei Yaakov, as a clown, were all involved in the following way. It's the only thing I can think of. I'm not sure if it's adequate. And they're all considered here in this Pasuk. To strip the corpses. We discussed this because the corpses are not heroes. They don't deserve to go down to the grave in their armor, as it says in Yechezkel. They don't deserve to have armor. Same thing it says in Shreftim Perches. After Gidon killed Zevech and Samuna, Pasuk says he killed them and he took the, the what's called, off their, the, off their camels. Some sort of decorative armor. So the point is, like, He's not the Gibar, I am the Gibar. Who's supposed to be the hero? Who's supposed to be the military military hero? So you kill them and not just kill them, but you take off their you strip them and strip them of their armor, like you and stripped his animals and stuff. Okay. We already commented on this, let's just read it inside. Make this point clearer. As Tsoinabas Pikorum as Khamoi Rehem. As a Sheba ear, as a Sheba Sodelokahu. So I'm not going to get into the circle, just this point. They took what was in the ba'ir, as a share ba'ir. They took what's a share ba'soda. And they took what's a share ba'ir. There's people in the ear, and it's problematic ear. The Bnei Yaakov were the soda, and they came from the soda, and Dina was in the ba'ir. So there's about three different places where things are happening, and there's people coming to and fro, and there's that whole focus on the bia and the yitzia. And the middle here it says when they, when they took everything, they took it from the ear, the soda, and the ba'ir.